Can adding rooftop solar really move the load-shedding needle? President Cyril Ramaphosa's announcement that incentives will be introduced to help facilitate solar investments by businesses and households was arguably the high point of a state-of-the-nation address where the declaration of a state of disaster and the appointment of an electricity minister stole the headlines. But can such investments really help to reduce load-shedding, which increased by four times last year to about 8.1 TWH and disrupted a total of three 775 hours across 205 days. Independent energy analyst Clyde Mallinson says while much will depend on the nature, timing and scale of the investments, the introduction of at least 5 gigawatts of new solar by year-end could make a major contribution to reducing the intensity of load shedding in 2024. There would, however, also need to be some recovery of the performance of the coal fleet, with a modest but achievable target of lifting the coal fleet output back to at least 175 TWH a year, the same as the output achieved in 2022. Mallinson's forecast gels with an analysis conducted recently by Meridian Economics, which showed that had an additional 5 gigawatts of variable renewable energy capacity, both wind and solar, been installed last year, 71%, or 5.8 TWH, of the power cuts implemented in 2022 would have been eliminated. The figure could have been reduced by over 90% had ESCOM had the financial and logistical wherewithal to deploy its diesel-fueled open-cycle gas turbines, OCGTs, more optimally. The Meridian analysis is based on actual ESCOM data run through two separate platforms, a spreadsheet model and a dedicated system modeling software tool that simulates hourly dispatch more accurately, to verify the findings. The analysis confirmed that, while a combination of 60% wind and 40% solar photovoltaic, PV, renewables mix would have a greater impact, load shedding could have nevertheless still been reduced by 62% even if the capacity had arisen only from solar PV, even if much of that capacity had been derived from rooftop PV, which is less potent than utility-scale solar farms that often include tracking technology. Incentivizing residential, commercial and industrial customers to invest in distributed PV generation can clearly have a profound impact on reducing load shedding. Based on international experience, this can also be achieved in the shortest space of time compared to other new generation interventions, Meridian states, referencing Vietnam where more than 9 gigawatts of rooftop solar were added in 2020 alone. Mallinson concurs, reporting that his model shows that load shedding could have been reduced to about 2.95 TWH last year, or to about 40% of the eventual total, had there been an additional 5 gigawatts of solar PV in the system. The figure would probably be somewhat lower, however, if the solar energy had been derived from rooftop sources only, given that such facilities are unlikely to match the 28% capacity factor that the ESCOM data is recording for the more efficient utility-scale solar farms. The capacity factor reflected for wind in the ESCOM data is nearly 40%. However, 5 gigawatts of rooftop solar would still make a significant contribution, particularly in a context where the system is so energy-starved that ESCOM is unable to fully deploy its pumped hydro stations, which are currently reliant on high diesel burn rates or load shedding in order for their upper dams to be replenished. That said, Mallinson is highly pessimistic about the outlook for load shedding in 2023, noting that even a rapid acceleration in the rollout of rooftop systems will take time to implement. 
Should ESCOM's coal fleet fail to recover from the dismal performance of January, when the fleet's capacity factor fell to below 45%, and should ESCOM fail to secure a higher budget for diesel to cover the gaps left by three Kosal units being inoperable, Majupi Unit 4 having exploded and the prospect of Coburg operating at half its capacity due to two successive life extension outages, Mallinson believes there will be higher levels of load shedding this year than was the case in 2022. Given the difficulties ESCOM is experiencing in recovering the coal fleet, he also believes the odds are stacked against a major turnaround in the performance of the coal fleet, despite the emphasis being given to the recovery in the fleet's energy availability factor, EAF, by the ESCOM board and by government. Therefore, we should not be targeting to introduce only 5 gigawatts of rooftop solar. If South Africa wants to make a real and long-lasting impact on load shedding without dramatically increasing the cost of electricity, every effort should be made to add as much solar, wind and storage as is financially and logistically possible as quickly as possible. If 8 gigawatts of solar, 5 gigawatts of wind and 3 gigawatts of storage can be added over the next two years, which would be difficult but possible, South Africa will no longer be experiencing load shedding, the prices of electricity will stabilize, there will be headroom to maintain the coal fleet and we will not need to burn nearly as much diesel to keep the lights on. In this scenario, with the coal fleet producing 175 TWH, and with the recommended additions of PV, wind and storage, the existing OCGT fleet would only need to run at less than a 2% capacity factor, and the diesel bill would be less than 2.5 billion rand for the year. Therefore, that should be the priority of the National Energy Crisis Committee, Mallinson avers.